Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Derry Davis here at Higher Heights Ministry Center, right here in the city of Danville, Virginia. You are about to hear a phenomenal message. I want you to subscribe and I want you to share it and be blessed. Amen. Amen. Don't stop. Stop clap, clapping now. Don't stop praising them right now. Come on, give the Lord some praise. If you're wondering why some of us seem like we really charged up, it's because we had an awesome service on January 1st, our anniversary. And we got a message that's just been echoing right here. They said, forgetting those things which are behind, but we're going to press toward the mark of the high calling. What's that high calling? It's a kingdom calling. You don't know what we're talking about. Go back, go back, go back. Go to the podcast. We're talking about a kingdom calling. It's time to press toward our kingdom calling. And guess what? Today, I think we're going to get a part two today. We're going to get a part two today. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you, God. For this, Lord God, this, this day that you have made that we're going to rejoice and be glad in. I thank you for this moment, Lord God, that we should never take for granted, Lord. This opportunity to be in your house and worship together, uh, fellowship together and hear a word, Lord God. Lord God, so I ask you now, God, Lord God, to just penetrate, Lord God, Facebook. Lord God, the podcast, wherever this message will reach, Lord God, go before the message, God, and prepare the way, God, that this word will, will be planted in the hearts of your people, that they, they won't sin against you. In Jesus' name, amen. Get your Bibles, man. I got, I got something for you this morning. Uh, I, I wish I could, some, I got so many new people here today. It wasn't here. I wish I could do, had time to do a review, but I ain't got time. But I'm going to do a part two. So get your Bibles and go to Matthew chapter four. And we're going to be at verse 17. Uh, while you're getting there, I'm just going to talk uh, just a little quick, quick overview of what I preached on uh, January 1st. Uh, the message is, I have a kingdom calling. And what I was giving to the people is that we got to understand that it's not just about naming the name of Christ and being what we call today a Christian. Uh, it's more than that. Somebody say it's more than that. It's more than just saying, I believe in Christ. Uh, in fact, the Bible never called us Christians. The Bible called us three things. He called us saints. He called us children of God. And he called us servants of God. And I expounded on it. I don't have time to expound on it this time. But what we got to understand that God has not just called us. He's just not saved us just to be here waiting for heaven. But he's saved us. And he called us to a position in his kingdom, an office in his kingdom, a job. Say so he called us to a job. Uh, and today I'm going to talk about that very thing. 
being called to a job in the kingdom of heaven. All right, let's go to Matthew 4, and we're going to start at verse 17. It reads as this. For that time, Jesus, be- from that time, let's, let's get to every word, because I don't want y'all to miss that. It says, from that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You hear what I just said? It said, it, the scripture saying, when Jesus first started his ministry, his first message was repent. Why? Because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. What was he saying? I'm getting ready to show you another kingdom. I'm getting ready to show you another government. I'm getting ready to introduce you another way of living. I'm getting ready to show you another standard. Get ready to give you another culture. So he said, listen, repent. That means forget what you, what you think you know about life. What you think you know about righteousness and righteous living. Forget all of that. Repent. I'm getting ready to show you a new kingdom. That's his first message. So then what did he do after that? The Bible says, and Jesus walked by the sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter and Andrew, his brother, doing what? Casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. <laughs> I'm getting ready to go somewhere, y'all. Y'all ready? And he said unto them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. All right. First thing Jesus did when he started his ministry, he started preaching about this kingdom. Next thing he did was start walking around. And when he started walking around, he saw these two men. What did he see them doing? Casting their nets. He was sitting back watching them work. I'm getting ready to go somewhere, y'all. He took notice of these two men and how hard they were working. I'm getting ready to go somewhere. Help me, Holy Ghost. I don't want you. I want to make this so clear that even the children understand. God was looking for workers. God was taking notice of their work ethic. And he said, hey, fellas, if you follow me, I'm going to give you a new job in my kingdom. I'm going to make you fishers of men. It don't tell us all the conversation that he had with them. But watch what it says happened next. Verse 20. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. What did he say to these guys to get them to drop their job and take this new position, take this new job following Christ? How are we going to talk about it? Uh, God was showing them. What, what the scripture echoes all throughout the scripture. If you come and work for me, I'll take care of you. There are benefits from working in my kingdom. And I believe when he finished talking to these guys about how they would never have to worry about what to eat no more. Where they going to stay no more. How they going to have transportation. How they, gonna, they don't have to worry about nothing else. He said, you don't got to worry about nothing else. 
if you take this job, if you let me employ you in my kingdom. And evidently the benefits were so wonderful, they said, drop their nets right where they were. And they said, I'll follow you. Why? Because I believe if I work for you, I won't have to worry about all my stresses of life. Go away. Because I'm working for you. Ah. So watch this. What qualified these two men to be called into the kingdom? Uh, see, he wasn't looking at how, how handsome these fellas were. What kind of status these fellas was in. He wasn't looking at uh, how much influence and popularity these guys had. How well they could speak and talk to everybody. He wasn't looking at whatever their past was, how many relationships they was in, how many women they used, how many times they could fornicate. He didn't ask them all that. He didn't look at none of that. He saw what they were doing and how hard they were working. Tell somebody the only qualification God is looking for is, are you a worker? What is your work ethic? He said, yeah, you see, we look over this stuff in the scripture. Look what it says. It says he saw them casting their nets. Why did he put that in there? Because Jesus was sitting back and said, look at them, brothers. They are working hard over there. Look at their work after. They are working hard. They sweating. They doing this thing. He said, I need them in my kingdom. Why? Because I need workers. See, that's why some of y'all don't understand that y'all won't accept y'all calling because y'all don't think y'all got the right qualifications. But all Jesus saying is, how hard do you like to work? Do you want to work? Well, I want you. I want you. Do you want to work? Do you don't mind working? He said, they were, these fellas was working. Y'all think that's one coincidence. Let's keep reading then. Y'all think that's just a coincidence. Watch it said out of two or three witnesses. Watch what the next scripture said. And then 21 said, and going on from thence, he saw other two brethren, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in a ship with Zebedee, their father. What were they doing? Mending their nets. Why I keep telling about what, what they were doing? Why I keep telling you what they were doing, what Jesus saw them doing? Why? Because he's trying to tell you, look, I saw these guys working. I didn't see them standing around. I passed by a lot of people, but when I saw these guys mending their nets, said them some hard workers too. Come with me. Follow me. The Bible says they left their father. Left the job, left the family business, left it all, and they followed after Christ. I got to teach y'all this. This is going to be powerful when you get it. You're going to stop saying it's okay to be a, just a member of a church and sit on a pew and be traditional and just come to church every Sunday and think you're doing good and think you're ready for heaven. And God ain't never called you to no pew. He called you to a position in the kingdom. He called you to a job. And let me tell you what's different about God's kingdom that ain't like this man's kingdom. Ain't no welfare in God's kingdom. Ain't no government assistance in God's kingdom. That means you can't sit on your butt and draw a kingdom check. 
not looking for workers. That's why some of y'all not see, not walking in God's promises. You ain't accepted your kingdom calling. God looking for people that work. God taking notice of people that work. Before they call him, how hard was you working? Notice God didn't tell, God didn't relay his ministry to another thing. He said, I'm going to make you fishers of men. And what he was saying is, you see how hard you were working, fishing in this sea? I don't want you to change. I want you to keep that same work ethic. And now come on and work for me with that same intensity that you were throwing that net in the ocean. You work for me and you do what I say do with that same intensity. And watch what I do for you. He said, I'll make you fishers of men. Watch this. Because I'm going to give you another, a better understanding of salvation. If we walk out of this church right now and we see a homeless man out there with nothing, living on the street. And we wanna, if we want, really want to save his life, if we give him a few dollars, is that going to save his life? If we take him to a lunch and feed him, is that going to really save his life? What if we put up in him up in a hotel and let him spend the night in a hotel for the night? Is that going to save his life? You know how you save his life? Give him a job. I'm trying to let y'all to catch this. If you give him a job, he can sustain his livelihood. He can live his salvation coming to work. Let him work. That's the same thing Jesus brought to us. Salvation is not what y'all think it is. Salvation is a job application. Salvation is a position in the kingdom. Salvation is he put you to work. Because you didn't know how to live. You couldn't sustain yourself. He gave you a job that's going to take care of you. Salvation is a job. Y'all don't believe me. Y'all don't believe me. That's why you take notice if you be, if you Pay close attention. There's two kind of people that be begging. There's two kind of signs. There's a sign that say, can you spare a little change? Them people, that's all they want is a band-aid. You don't even know what their motives are. But then there's another sign that say, we'll work for food. We'll work. What they're looking for, they saying, I need help. I need somebody to help me. I need a job. Y'all going to catch this. Jesus came to employ us. That's what salvation was. A job. He didn't save you to sit back and draw food stamps. He didn't save you to sit back and get section eight. I'm talking about, I'm talking about natural and spiritual. God ain't called you to sit back and wait on nothing from the kingdom. He don't got that kind of positions in his kingdom. All his, all his positions require work. Everything he wants from you going to require work. Everything you, he wants for you to do going to require some effort, some work ethic. I'm trying to help somebody today. I'm trying to help somebody today. Jesus came to give us a kingdom calling. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Y'all understand what I'm showing you? These disciples, these were just men that were working hard at what they did. And Jesus saw them. And the scripture said he looked at what they were doing. He watched them. And he said, them brothers work. 
He ain't have to know all that business. All that he can handle, he can fix all that. All that he can work out. But he want to know how hard do you work? Because if you follow me, I'll work you. Everything going to come with the job. All these benefits come with that government job, that kingdom job, that kingdom job. They got all these benefits for working. That's why, my God, he says, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. And all these things will be added. Over and over in the scripture, he keeps telling you, just work for me. Stop worrying about all that stuff. Work for me. I'm going to take care of you. Work, work, work for me. Don't worry about it. Stop crying about your bills. If you work for me, I'll take care of you. This is not what he did for the disciples. When they had to pay taxes, he pulled it out of the fish mouth. When they need to eat, he fed them. When he needs clothes, he gave them clothes. Anything they needed, he already provided for. Why? Because they were working for the kingdom. Working for Jesus. Working for the kingdom. I got to do, I got to say this, this year, this, this is the year all the people of God got to get to work. Got to get to work. I believe with all my heart, that's what's holding us back. That's why our prayers are getting blocked and not going nowhere. Because some certain benefits only come from a position in God's kingdom. What does that mean? There's offices, there's positions in God's kingdom, in his government, that got benefits attached to them. But if you ain't in position, you don't get the benefits. It don't matter because you read the promises. Say, oh, I'm going to have. It's waiting on you to move into your position. It's waiting for you to take your office in God's kingdom. Ah. So now everybody's saying, oh, okay, okay. I see I got to get up off this pew. I got to get out my bed. I got to stop saying I don't feel like. I got to stop making excuses. And I got to get to work. So now the question everybody said, if I got to get to work, Lord, what you want me to do? He's been teaching us this all through the Bible. He showed the disciples, I'm going to make you witnesses. He showed them what to do. He said, follow me. I'm going to show you everything. He was giving them on-the-job training. On-the-job training. They were going through that training. And he said, I'm calling you. When he left, he said, I'm deploying all of you to be witnesses of me. What are they saying? I want you to teach everybody about the kingdom. I want y'all to show everybody about this new way of living. These new laws, these new standards, this new culture, this whole new way of life. You got to show these people my kingdom. It ain't like theirs. It's different. We don't live like this. They're not living. They're not operating. And when I, I have a new king, I have a kingdom, a heaven kingdom that's going to give them another way of life. That's going to give them fulfillment in their life. That this world can give them. This world cannot give you the fulfillment of life. It only comes from his kingdom. That's the only thing that's going to count. That's the only thing that's going to give you purpose. It's when you work for his kingdom. So how do we do this thing as witnesses? Some people got, still got all so many excuses. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know what I'm called to do. I don't know what the Lord want me to do. Gosh, there's so many things in the Bible that tells us. If you're of age and you can't get out no more, the Bible calling you, God is calling you to be a prayer warrior. 
Why? Because that's what you can do from your home. Get up and pray. Not pray for yourself. Pray for somebody else. Work for his kingdom. If you're young and you got activity in your limbs, you should be going. The Bible says go here to the corners of the earth preaching my God. You need to use your legs. You need to use. Come on, somebody. Why? Because I got to use my influence. I got to use my, I got to use my teacher. This is why it's important to read your Bible and get good sound understanding. Because God going to present you with opportunities to teach somebody, to influence somebody. Why? Because he called you to this. He waiting for you to learn something so he can send somebody your way. He waiting to put you to work. We supposed to be working. It's something for all us to do. We ain't got to look far to start doing something. If we really got the mind to work, we'll start working. Hallelujah. You know what the church organization is for? It's for training. It's for training. You want to know what to do to work in the kingdom of God? Start here. Start ushering. Start dapping in the church. Start singing in the choir. What is it doing? It's teaching you how to work in the kingdom. Teaching you how to work in the kingdom. He knew you weren't going to know what to do. He set up the church leadership to show you how to work. And now people don't even want to work in the church. No wonder you can't work on your job. No wonder you can't work in the community. No wonder you can't work at Walmart. Got to have the heart and mind to work. God got to see your work ethic. And if you get to work, the salvation is in the work. The promises is in the work. The benefits is in the work. Oh, my God. He's looking for workers. This is why he called these brothers. We look at these brothers' lives, and we start looking at their background. We say, why in the world God choose these crazy men, these 12 men? They, they ain't make no sense why he chose them. It show you right here when he picked them. He chose them because they like to work. I'm trying to show y'all something. That's the only thing he's looking for. That's the only thing he's looking for. That's your qualification. When he picked Moses, he saw Moses was willing to work. Moses said, I got excuse. I don't know what to say. I don't know. He said, but you know how to work. You just do what I tell you to do. Don't worry about that. You you got the heart to work. You got the heart to work. God will give you some work. You hear what I said? If you got really got the mind to work, God will give you some work to do. It's only people that's looking for a way out of work that's making all the excuses why they ain't got nothing to do. You really want to work, God will give you a job in his kingdom. Has anybody been blessed by this word? This year, we got to be working like we never worked before. We got to be working. Ain't nobody should be asking nobody to do nothing. They, y'all, everybody should be asking, what can I do? Nobody should be able to ask anybody to do anything. Why? Because God has already called you. He's already called you. To, be, to a position in his kingdom, a job. He gave you a job because it's through the job that you're going to be saved. It's salvation in the job. 
The job is your salvation. We are just like the man on the outside. Homeless. Nothing, not, no way to take care of himself. No way to figure out life. Can't pick himself up. And instead of the world want to give you a few dollars in your pocket. The world want to give you some food in your belly. But the world ain't giving you nothing that's going to sustain your life. God's going to give you a job in his kingdom. And with that job going to come with some benefits. That's going to take care of you not just here but for eternity. Why? Because you accepted the position in his kingdom. Your kingdom calling. It's time to say, I'm going to accept my kingdom calling. This year, I'm going to accept my kingdom calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, no more excuses this year. I don't got no excuses. I done already took too much time off. I done wasted years. Now it's time for me to make up for lost time. You of age and you can't get out no more. It's time to pray like you ain't never prayed before. Time to intercede for everybody. Look for people to pray for. Start asking, can I pray for you in the grocery store? Anywhere you find, find yourself something to do. God is calling people who he know gonna, who going to get to work. When he whispering in, say, do it. He's going to call you, do it, saying it to people that he know is going to obey his word. You ain't hearing nothing from God because you ain't going to do it if he tell you to. You ain't hearing nothing from God because you ain't going to do it if he tell you to. You ain't going to do it. You don't have a mind to work. You sitting around people every day that God waiting somebody to minister to, but he ain't even talking to you because you're not a worker. God looking for people that work. God calling on people that's willing to work. They'll wake up in the morning and say, I want to do something for you today, Lord. I want to do something. I want to be used in your kingdom. Those are the people that he start talking to. Say, go here and go there. Pray for this and pray for that. Why? Because if you really want to work, he'll give you a job. Hallelujah. This is the year we got to get to work. We got to get to work. We got to get to work. Yeah. That's fulfillment in working for the kingdom of heaven. That's this world cannot give you this kind of fulfillment. The world cannot give you the kind of joy that come from ministering the gospel to somebody that you know is going to transform their life forever. The world ain't going to give you that. It's time to get to work. If you're ready to work, that's my message. I have a kingdom calling. I'm going to be preaching it. I need people to accept their kingdom calling. Because God is looking for workers. He's doing just what he did right in this when he was here in the flesh. He's walking around, looking, observing you, seeing your work ethic. And he's calling people that will work. He's calling people that will work. Ah. The Bible says he took care of all that other stuff on the cross. Stop making excuses about your insecurity. He took care of all that stuff on the cross. All he want to see is your work ethic. He don't care about nothing else. What is your work ethic? I took care of that. But Lord, you don't know. I used to be a drug addict. I used to be a prostitute. I took care of that. Will you work for me? That's all he's saying. Will you work for me? 
He took care of all of that. He took care of all of your excuses. Ah, he took care of all of your shortcomings. Ah, he wiped away your sins. He said, repent. I'm bringing another kingdom and I'm looking for some employees. I'm ready to employ some people for my kingdom. That's what he did. That's the start of his ministry. And he ain't going, he didn't start it no different than he finished it. He started it in the same way as he is today. When he started, he said his first message is, I'm giving you another kingdom. Then he starts looking for workers. Then he starts employing people to work for his kingdom. It has not changed. The world keeps changing this thing. The world keeps changing and confusing the people of God. To think that all they got to do is say a sinner's prayer and ride the pew on the glory. And they think heaven is their home. But heaven is a place that God has prepared for all his workers, for all his saints, for all his children, for all his servants. It ain't just for no people walking around saying I'm a Christian. I'm trying to help somebody. It ain't for you. It's for workers because the Bible said if you be faithful over a few things, I got another position for you in heaven. You're going to work for me there. You ain't even pray. This right here ain't nothing but training. We're going to be working for God for, for eternity. You think you're going to make it not working here, but you think you're going to heaven to sit back and enjoy streets of gold and mansions and pearly gates. God ain't looking for that in heaven. He's looking for workers. Somebody says, that's why y'all people don't understand the crowns, the rewards in heaven. They think it's for their glory. Look at my crown, y'all. No, your crown is a position in heaven. It's a mark of authority. It's saying you was faithful over this. Now I'm giving you this in heaven. And the Bible said we ain't going to care about the crown. All we're going to care about is the work of the Lord. We're going to cast them down at his feet. All we're going to care about is, Lord, what you want me to do. Trying to help somebody. I'm trying to help somebody. You got to stop making excuses. You got to get to work. You got to get to work. Let me close this thing. Let me close this. Somebody said, I'm, I'm accepting my kingdom calling this year. It's not too late. You still got breath in your body. You can still answer the call. You still got breath in your body. You can still answer the call. You can't make no excuses. I'm up in age now. I missed my opportunity. No, you ain't. No, you didn't. If you want to work, he'll bring it. He'll... <laughs> telling you he'll put you to work ah, he'll put you to work hallelujah you looking for healing God looking for work don't you know your health plan is in his in your work your health plan come with the job you want to be healed start working and see what happens see that you get your strength back so you can work oh, you think God won't heal your body so you can keep watching TV you think God want to hear your body so you can keep sitting at home looking at you eating and just hanging out. God ain't here to heal your body for that. That ain't no benefit. His healing come in this package in the job. Healing come with the benefits, the benefit of the job. You work for him, he'll take care of your health care. 
You don't need the government to take care of your health care. God got his own health care plan. You don't need this earth government. If you work for him, he'll take care of your health. I'm, I'm trying to te- teach y'all some. Y'all want to unlock these scriptures? You better get to work. You want to unlock all of these promises? You better get in position. You better answer your calling. You know God called you to some stuff. You know there's a calling on your life. You know it's something you're supposed to be doing in the kingdom. But you wondering why your prayers ain't being answered. You wonder why your breakthrough ain't came yet. You wonder why you're still struggling financially. All of that stuff come with the job. The Bible says seek first the kingdom. That's what you need to be worried about. Worry about the kingdom. And all this stuff going to be taken care of. All this stuff come with the package. When you start working for the kingdom. Hallelujah. Y'all receiving this. Y'all ready to work? Facebook, are you ready to work? It's time to work like never before. It's time for God's people to get to work. There's so many things in here that you can do for the kingdom of God. There's so many positions in his kingdom that need to be filled. (laughs) Oh, my God. This thing is like the, uh, the job website. You know, when you're going to apply, all you got to do is open up. You'll find something you can do. You see praying there. Oh, I can pray. Yeah, I can do that part. Come on, somebody. Witness. Oh, I see. And I know some people I can talk to. There's all kinds of jobs in here that you can do. Come on. God just waiting for you to work. Make your mind up that you want the job. Say, I want the job. I want the job in your kingdom, God. Yeah, it's more important to me than my natural job. It's more important to me than where I work, than my job. My Come on, somebody. My earthly job, this job is more important to me. That's what them disciples said when they dropped what they was doing. And they followed Christ. They said, this work you doing is more important. Hallelujah. I'm willing to drop it. These other brothers dropped their family's business. This Bible said they was the sons of Jebedee. His business. They said, Daddy, we can't work for you no more. We got another job. And his daddy didn't even argue. They don't say it was no content, no argument there. He let him go. Go work for this man. This man going to take care of you. This work sound important. Don't worry about this. Go, go, go. Hallelujah. God looking for some workers. Let's pray, y'all. Let's pray. Lord God, make us workers. Make us workers, God. Give us a mind to work. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give us a job to do this year. Give us something to be faithful over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know our situations. You know where we are. You know where our health is. You know where our finances is. You know where our education is. You know what we feel like is insecurities. You know what we feel is our limitations. You know we're scared of being before people. But God, if you call me to work, I will say yes. God, I'm going to answer my kingdom call. If you give me a job to do, I'm going to do it. I promise somebody make a vow to the Lord. I'm going to do what you called me to do.
this year. This year, I'm going to walk in my calling. Walk in my calling. I don't know who you are over Facebook. God says he's calling you. Giving you a kingdom calling. It's time to work in his kingdom. The Bible says everything will be added. That's why he said, take no thought for tomorrow. What you should eat. What you should drink. What you Come on, somebody. Everything you need. Hallelujah. Take care of me, God. I'm accepting your position in the kingdom. I'm accepting your government job. Take care of me. I'll work for you. I promise you I'll work for you. Till the day I die, I'll work for you. And I'll work for you in the kingdom of heaven. Wherever you have me, I'll work for you for eternity. I got a mind to work. I got a mind, mind to work. I'm increasing my work ethic. I'm going to work harder. I'm going to stop saying I'm tired. If you give me strength, <laughs> I work. I work, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There were prophets in the Bible that worked all the way to the day they died. They worked all the way to their deathbed. Some of the men of God were on their deathbed, still prophesied, still healing. Why? Because they promised the Lord they'll work without excuse. All the way to the end. I work for the Lord. Ain't no retirement in God's kingdom. I'm sorry to tell you, ain't no retirement in God's kingdom. This is an eternity. This is a position for eternity. God is calling workers. My God, we accept the call. Our kingdom calling. God bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Remember to like and share. And if you would like to stay connected, please subscribe to our podcast. Also, please follow us on social media through Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, or visit us in person. We are located at 236 Parker Road in the great city of Danville, Virginia. If you would like to get to our ministry, please click on the link below. Thank you again and enjoy your day.